previously on Ready to Die. Two trailer park girls go round the outside. Oh uh, yeah, outside, guess who's back? Again? Yeah, I think we already did this song when we, we came were back. We back again last time? Yeah, and it's been like a year since we came back. We're back again again. Back again. Holy back, shit. Back, back. Again, again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, it's been a long time. Yeah, where have you been? Oh, you know, where here, there. Everywhere? Um, yeah. And nowhere? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to do this anymore. A lot of nowhere, I think, is the yeah, most a lot, accurate. Yeah, a lot uh, at home. Yeah. Uh, so, what's up, everybody? Uh, it's A&P. Yeah, it's Angie. Uh, once again, it's Paul. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's been a while, so we just want to get back on here. We're actually going to do a, an interview, um, but we had a little mishap, so it's like, well, we already have our equipment on here, so let's get on our own pod, and this might be a good time to let everybody know what we've been up to. Yeah, we were going to be guests on a different pod, but the guy had to reschedule, so we're like, let's just, we're already sitting here, let's just keep talking. Yeah, and we kept talking, <laughs> like, oh, we should get back on it, we should get back on it. Yeah, one day, one day, and, uh, you know, things come up. So, but this time, you know, we're here. We're here. So there's now microphones we're recording. in front of us. Yeah. So let's talk. Yeah. So it's been been quite a while. Uh, a lot has happened. I think the last time we talked, uh, we were talking about Slash Rap Party. Yeah. The release of it, the Indiegogo fulfillment, um, sending out all the Blu-rays and DVDs and stuff like that. Yeah. So quick recap: we fulfilled the Indiegogo perks and sent those out and the post office was like what are you doing to us because we were showing up with massive boxes of packages to mail and uh you know we felt bad that we would actually go to different post offices around the city so we wouldn't overload them granted we probably should have thought it out better to have like a better system and have the prepaid packaging done in advance but hey yeah hindsight is 2020 (laughs) but we met some nice people who didn't mind because they were like oh this is easy it's like the same thing over and over again instead yeah. of some sort of crazy problem that they usually run into. So exactly. it wasn't that bad. And we were really nice too. We tried yes. to be really nice. We tried to be very accommodating, you know, thank you. Thank you. Very gracious. I think we even gave, um, one of we the, the ladies free, yeah. that helped us, we gave her a free copy cause she said she knew someone in the movie. So well, that was pretty crazy. I know. So yay. Thank you. Post office. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that was a uh, 2021 with the official release of Slash Rep Party. And it felt so great to have it done, finished, out, fulfilled all the Indiegogo perks. And throughout the year, people kept ordering the movie, like the Blu-rays and the DVDs and the VHS copies. Yeah, we opened up our own Etsy store, finally. Yeah, we got to experience that. And what do you think of it? How did you feel about the Etsy? Do you like... The Etsy process, or yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought I think it's pretty cool. Um, we sold out all the Blu-rays and the VHS tapes and DVDs, and um, you know it was pretty uh, interesting um, to see the money come in and see like the addresses, you know, just pop up. Just and they have you know ready-made uh, labels for you just to print out. So that was really cool, especially for the um, foreign ones, the international um, reco- uh, uh, purchases. So it was really simple. You just print it out, put put the label on your package, and then take it right to the post office, and they mail it out. And uh, you don't have to fill out any of those um, customs forms that I was filling yeah. out all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really cool. It's um, way easier to use Etsy instead of going through, like, PayPal or Venmo or whatever. Just a link. People can go to it any time. They don't have to ask you, really. It's like, you know, just put it on your Facebook or your um, Instagram. Just link it, and they can click it, save it, and then... um 
you know, you just wake up in the morning and say, oh, wow, I sold like three Blu-rays last night. Right. It's really cool. And just when you think it was like dying down, then like this little wave would come and we'd be like, oh, somehow somebody heard about this or I'm not sure how people have heard about this movie. So if you were one of the people spreading the word, we appreciate that because we are in California and we were getting requests from all over the United States and out of country. And every time I wonder, how did this person find this? Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) so cool. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because sometimes they reach out to me. They would find me on Facebook or something like that. And then, um, you know, we talk and I let, hey, I let, let you know, I just shipped out your your Blu-ray and they'd be so excited and say they're looking forward to our next movie and stuff. So it's really cool. Like, I love to engage with our, our fans and um, just talk to them personally and keep them, you know, updated on what we're doing. And, um, you know, we've been doing this podcast or we haven't been doing this podcast. So this is another <laughs> way to let everyone know in a long form because, you know, the year was really tough. Tough yeah. on a lot of people that we know. 2021 sucked. <laughs> In some ways it sucked, in some ways it didn't. I mean, yeah. it definitely sucked, sucky parts, but a lot of um, a lot of changes were made. Yeah, there was a lot going on in our, well, I'll speak for myself, in my personal life. So, I mean, I'm sure everybody has felt the, the struggles of the year through various reasons. Um, I mean, we are still in the midst of a global pandemic. I mean, it, hopefully we're coming out. What yeah. is it, the endemic or Yeah, something? we seem to be, yeah, Seems back. like we're coming out. I mean... It's St. Patrick's Day today, and everyone's going out <laughs> to party. I mean, no one cares. So. Everyone's over it. Yeah. That's I mean, when we're recording right now. Good news for us. Like, we personally haven't gotten sick. Like, we didn't get COVID, and a person, like, our immediate family has been healthy and good. So, I'm, like, really very grateful for that. But, I mean, I did have a lot of loss in my family in 2021 just for other reasons and it was really hard like it was a very challenging year so I personally stepped back from like all my creative projects to spend more time with my family and just focus on you know being healthy so I was really focusing on like just maintaining my regular life like my full-time job and spending time with my family and my house and staying healthy so I definitely stepped back from all of our projects. So I'm really glad we got to fulfill the Indiegogo perks and just kind of coast through the year as far as like just interacting with people that support us and not necessarily being in production mode. So that was cool. Yeah, it was tough for me. I mean, you know, definitely, you know, felt for you and the people you lost. And I lost people in my family as well. Um, not due to COVID, but um, just Same, in not normal. Due to COVID, just um, yeah, just other. deaths, you know. Uh, and then friends around us were also losing people, and you know that was sad. And trying to be there for them yeah. while not all being physically with them. Um, some people we haven't even seen, you know, in a year, you know, a whole year since 2020 when this whole thing started, or 2021 is the last time we saw each other. And then uh, like last week we saw Nina, you know, for instance, yeah. and it had been almost a year. It's like from Which April didn't to March. feel like a year because we stay in contact with people online like yeah. pretty regularly. I mean, I kind of suck at social media, so I try to like check in with people when I can on there. But um, yeah, it seemed like a lot of people were going through a lot of hard times in 2021, whether it was COVID related or not. It just seemed like there was just a lot of 
yeah. struggles last year. Yeah, and I'm not one to really talk too much uh, personally, but I'll just talk more uh, creatively, which I've talked to a few people um, online about it. A lot of people struggled creatively uh, during last year. A lot of people fell into like a, a rut or depression or, you know, just feeling unmotivated. And whether it's due to the pandemic or, you know, anything else, um, I definitely feel feel you guys on that. Um, I did a lot of writing last year. Yeah. Um, I finished three scripts. That's crazy. Uh, one of them I had started like two years ago. One of them I started one year ago. And then the final one I started and completed within a month and a half. And that was purposeful. I was like, no, I'm not <laughs> spending a year on this third one. I want to do it fast. That's the whole point. Just want to get it out there, make it silly and crazy. And that is actually the one we're going to do. But most likely it's the one we're prepping for. Uh, I've pretty much semi-announced it. Well, yeah, I've announced it. Murder size. Been uh, announcing all kinds of stuff. I have, you know, Wrestle Babes and then OnlyFangs. But <laughs> I knew those ones were going to take a little more uh, production value to do. And I wrote Murder Size quickly um, with the intent to also shoot it quickly as well. And... um Looks like that's one we're moving on forward so with. So when you say quickly, what do you define quickly? Um, like it's a very contained movie and I anticipate maybe six shooting days. Six shooting days? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I hope I that's how I have it planned. Um, and it's shorter. It's a shorter script as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a shorter feature. So it'll probably be like, you know, maybe an hour and 10 minutes maybe or an hour and 12, 15, something like that. So if anyone hasn't like heard the synopsis, what's Murder Size about? Uh, Murder Size is about a, uh, it's going to be set in the 80s. Like I actually want to set it in the 80s and I'm not going to shoot many exteriors to, you know, also cut on costs for that, obviously. Um, it's a workout video being made. It's like a sleazy workout video. And then the people, it's about the people working on it. Uh, the main character's named Phoebe. She's very clean cut. She believes in Ronald Reagan she leaves in America, say no to drugs kind of thing. <laughs> and she wants to be a role model. And she's using this video, this videotape, uh, there's a video production as a stepping stone. But everyone around her is like slacking off, goofing around. And uh, she meets this mafia princess girl who gets put into the video because the mafia is funding it. And then she teaches, uh, the mafia girl teaches uh, Phoebe the finer art of uh, murder uh, to get <laughs> your way to the top. Very wholesome. Yes. And so she doesn't want to kill anybody, but she learns that murder is probably the best business move. It's all about, it's just business. Just business. What she learns. So it's very uh, funny, tongue in cheek. I'm pretty excited for it as far as like the characters and the wardrobe and everything, you know, all the kind of stuff that we do. I'm excited to get back to uh, doing something fun. Yeah. So for this, this is like a very, like we're in really, really early stages for this. I mean, Paul's written the script and we've kind of got a couple of preliminary people cast like yeah i'm still a, looking a couple of people that we know for sure are going to be in the movie but there's a lot of um openings still we haven't finished casting i mean we haven't really done anything really yeah uh, i've yet. gotten some feedback from people who read it and uh, one guy said oh this is the grimiest thing I've, I've ever read of yours you've ever written <laughs> it's like really the grimiest yeah i can only think maybe of one 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 part maybe that they're talking about I which mean, i guess so didn't they see streets of vengeance i yeah, yeah that's pretty grimy they did but they said this is even grimier than the streets of vengeance so what? i think i think it's only because um i kind of use um uh, the house at the edge of the park uh, as inspiration and for those who have seen that movie 
I don't think you've, you've never seen it. And those of us who have never even have heard not, of it. Do not watch it. Uh, it's uh, pretty sadistic, crazy. I don't think it's going that far, but that was kind of like my inspiration. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, David Hess, if uh, anyone knows Still who that is. Still don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, well, I, I picture him. He's, he's uh, <laughs> Last House on the Left, House at the Edge of the Park. He's always playing some crazy psycho. Um so that's kind of the energy I want for this movie. Whoa. Those yeah. are the vibes. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, murder we're still casting. Vibes. Yes, murder yeah. size vibes. So we don't have anything yet. We have not talked about. We have a script. Well, yeah, we have we a have script. We have a poster by Brutal <laughs> Posters. Oh, my gosh. Thank that, you so much. That poster's sick. Already. The man, Chris. Shout yeah. out to Chris Shout Barnes. All the way to the UK. And that kind of came by accident because I kind of sent them something like, hey, I was kind of thinking something like this. And it was... Uh, it was something that was going around on Instagram. It was the cover of a, a another VHS tape, which was just funny. And uh, I was like, hey, I was kind of thinking something like this. And he was like, oh, my God. As soon as you sent me that, I couldn't not make it. <laughs> so he had like a burst of inspiration. And so I'm glad I'd pestered him and bugged him enough to get that poster because <laughs> it's really cool. People like that's it. Like your, that's the secret also, if you guys want to know, pro tip right there. That's how Paul gets a lot of his stuff. He just pesters someone until they say yes. Yeah, just bug him. <laughs> yeah. Please, can you help me? Please, sir. And that's what I did to Dante, Vestron, Vulture, too. And so <laughs> I'm going to do it again. It's one of our techniques. Yeah, it works. We just tell everybody we're poor and like they help us. They feel Please, sorry sir. for us. Um, yeah, so we have the script. We have a poster, which is pretty awesome. It looks like legit 80s. Yes. Like so, I feel like I've seen that VHS cover in like a rental store back in the day. Right. Right. But, perfect. Perfect. Um, we have a couple of preliminary actors cast, but that's about it. We haven't even talked budget. We haven't talked locations. We haven't talked scheduling, really. I mean, we haven't really jumped into any of that stuff yet. So that's where we're at. I mean, all those things have been on my mind, for of sure. Of course. I, I have notes and things that I've written. That's why I think I can do it in six days, or that's my, well, my goal. My job is to bring you back into reality no so. i mean it, it, that's me being like generous it could what? probably be shorter i'm trying i'm trying to like give six us, days yeah because i'm trying to give us like time to like relax uh, and time to sleep because the last mark, movie we did mark was, his words right now no i'm gonna sleep. count the days of how much it ends up well i'm, I'm just saying and that depends on like other factors outside of my control like if an actor can't come then well then that's another day but like, as opposed to, like, Slash Rap Party where it was, you know, staying up all night because we got to get it done because someone's got to go home. You know, I'm trying to avoid that. Well, Slash Rap Party was crazy because yeah. we, I don't know what we were thinking. Well, we were, like, we, we supercharged knew. and ambitious, yeah. I guess. But we're, like, we can shoot probably everything in three days. That was nuts. Not yeah. everything, but, like, the bulk of it. And we yeah. almost did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Probably if did. I didn't get sick, maybe we would have been able to. Yeah. Squeak in a little bit more, but Oh yeah. I mean no, I'm I'm not ashamed of that at all. We did a great job. But this one is gonna be different because we're not gonna be like sleeping on location. No, and... we're gonna get to go home. <laughs> and then that's why like I yeah. I'm planning out for six days. Everyone gets to go home and go to sleep or the hotel or wherever. All right. So it'll be interesting to see where we end up. Um we gotta start looking at locations and stuff. I'll just full disclosure, I'm the one holding up the project because I've had my mind on some other things I've been working on. And Paul's like, I want to make a movie now. No, I mean, you know, it's like that. You know, you got to be patient because, I mean, this time is allowing me time to research 
Um, listening to a lot of other podcasts. I love listening to filmmaking podcasts as well. So I'm doing a lot of research on my other friends or have their own campaigns out there and I've been supporting them as well. So a shout out to all those guys. You know yeah. who you are. Um, so yeah, it. you know, it's, 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 it's helping, but yeah, I'm getting that itch, of course. <laughs> Paul's over here making announcements. I'm like, we haven't even talked about anything yet and he's like it's coming soon you got it well, it is i mean it's, it's not a, it's not a lie soon. it's not a lie it is coming soon <laughs> i mean soon can be a month two months a year it's still soon a year it's still soon well we'll see what happens Taking but that's true um that's what we're gearing up for next i know um we've had a lot of people asking us like what are you guys doing it's uh for a while after slash party was released i mean I had so much going on after that movie came out. Oh my gosh. Personally with like family and friendships and oh my God, there was so much craziness going on last year. Um, so I was really focused on staying like healthy, like physically, mentally, emotionally, all that stuff. I was trying to stay focused on like fitness and all that. So I wasn't really thinking about movies at all at all as a matter of fact i was just like i don't know like when i'm going to come back to making movies i want to in the meantime i'm going to support everybody else that's doing it because good for you also i didn't want to deal with the headache of like covid and do we have to get releases and what if there's okay now there's a new variant and yeah like tests on site yeah it's like so what are we going to do are people going to get like tested before every shoot now or do we have to require vaccinations is that even a thing is it going away I don't know. It just seemed like a whole nother can of worms that I just didn't feel like dealing with. So I was like, I don't know. I just give it some more time. Plus, every time we were about to meet with someone like, oh, let's get together and talk like they would get COVID like that week. And we'd be like, whoa, we just like dodged that bullet. Yeah, it was by (laughs) like God. Yeah. So there was a couple of times where we were going to meet with people and then something would come up and we'd be like, oh, man, we can't we can't make it. And then it turned out that person would like had COVID at that time. So, I mean, not that we're, like, super scared of it, but also we just, um, I'm lazy and I don't like being sick, period, let alone this thing that I don't want to deal with. So, I didn't want to put anyone else at risk by making a movie when there's a new variant spreading all crazy, and so I just was like, whatever, I need a break. Let's just, let's just chill out for a minute and keep uh, being guests on other people's things and talking about Slash Lorette Party and enjoying the ride with that because once the physical media stuff uh, calmed down and like the initial waves of orders were fulfilled, then we started doing the talks about like, okay, when's it going to be time for us to decide to start streaming the movie? Because I know a lot of people are more interested in the streaming. And once we did that, that was really exciting. So those things were kind of holding us over creatively uh, throughout the year. Um, well, me, I guess. And then Paul was busy writing like a thousand scripts. So I am super impressed because I can't write for crap. Yeah, it was, it was hard. I mean, it wasn't easy, but it it was a lot of fun and it, it did take, you know, uh, self-awareness. Like I had to really get rid of distractions. Like I couldn't be on my phone. I put my phone away so I wouldn't check social media every five seconds. Like, that was for real. Like, it was, you know. I mean, that's, I think, what most people do suffer with is attention and just and distraction and focus being uh, taken away. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, 
what turned out to be like your um your strategy for like when you would sit down to write would you just like put away your phone and would you give yourself like I'm gonna write for an hour or I'm just gonna write a paragraph or what would you aim for like what was your goal when you would sit down to write well when I sit down I well first I had written it down in a notepad by hand so that helped like outlining or even writing out dialogue or scenes or whatever so when I went to sit down at the computer I knew what I was what I wanted to put and I would put it down and I would try not to you know self judge myself or like self edit just get it out there put it out there and just um made sure I had it down so you didn't go to like a cafe all like moody with a like an artist <laughs> hat and like no right sit down to write your money. If they allowed me to sit in Starbucks, maybe I would have done that. <laughs> but no, it was easier just to go to my room and just wake up in the morning, uh, first thing in the morning, half awake, he and just means open his office up. Office by yeah, the office. We don't have separate rooms. <laughs> no, yeah, my office where I work and where I write now and do all that stuff. Uh, so the office, yeah. So I was get up right early in the morning and even though i was half awake i'd just open it up just so i can have it up and have it to have access to it yeah it was so funny like in the morning i would wake up like we go we start work at the same time and we both work from home and our offices are across the hall from each other like we literally are just like across the hall from each other so when i would be going into my office to get ready for work i'd just see paul in his chair looking all sleepy like i'm thinking about my script (laughs) Yeah, thinking is like a big part of writing. So like if you can spend time Just thinking in the dark. Yeah. Thinking <laughs> you know, that 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 that's a real big that's what I'm saying about the distractions. If you're just sitting there thinking, you have the you know, the the temptation to pick up your phone. So you gotta put it away. I didn't like necessarily like actually physically like put it in a drawer or something, but I just put it in a different room and I just sat in my office, like I put the phone in the front room and I sat in my office and just thought and just at the keyboard and type a few things. And then there were necessarily like I had like a quota or a limit. I just knew I wanted to spend time, but it wasn't like a page limit or a page quota that I had hit. Um, Cause some days were really good and some days were just one page or two pages. And I didn't feel any um, shame over it, uh, over it or feel bad about it. Um, Cause I knew that I did something that was hard because it's hard to, devote and to focus on something so yeah so yeah so that that's all i was very content just in that the consistency is key right and if i knew i had like a three-day weekend coming up or a weekend where we weren't doing anything i knew that was my chance to make a impact and big impact so if throughout the week i wasn't really getting much i knew okay well saturday's coming so let me do that or sunday's coming and let me really take that time to you know make some a lot of headway here yeah, your setup is pretty funny. I should take a picture of it someday because he has a, in his office, he has a desk for our day job, which, uh, like I said, we work from home. So he has this desk with his monitors and stuff for work. And then all he has to do is like spin his chair around and there's a desk with oh, his yeah. personal computer for editing. Man, I, don't wanna, I don't know if anyone I work with like, listens so- to this, but sometimes I would switch between the two. Don't Just admit that. Roll on. from one computer to the next computer. On my break. Yeah, right, disclaimer. Yeah, calm down. Yeah, I wasn't on the clock. I was on my break. So relax. But I didn't have to go far, which is the point. Yeah, you'd spin right your there. chair around. It's like right behind you. Exactly. It's pretty funny. And I have my VCR or my TV next to my, my, my computer where I was writing the script. So sometimes I throw on, you know, a movie 
uh, Lost Boys on DVD or something like that and start writing Only Fangs or some other vampire movie, Vampire Lovers or Twins of Evil. And um, yeah, it was really cool. Just to ha- yeah, I, Even though the, the volume was down, I just had the visuals up. So I have nothing else to distract me and start watching the movie. I don't but, know how you do it because I can't. I am so easily distracted. I have to just focus on no, it, it helps, what I'm doing. I think. So yeah, so that was my process throughout the summer. And then, um, you know, like, you know, there was a lot of personal stuff. Um, you know, I was starting to jog, got a new car. <laughs> oh, yeah, our car fell. Yeah, oh, our my car gosh. died. If we did a like, tally of, like, all the crazy, stupid challenges that happened to us last year, now it's funny, kind of, but fudge. Yeah, it was, sucked. Yeah. Last year was just so hard. It was, like, just when you thought something couldn't get worse, it was, like, oh, great something else would happen like literally our car was like dead died we're like oh and i'm so cheap i was just like no i don't i don't feel like dealing with this i don't want to get a new car right now i have like so much other stuff going on right now i don't want to deal with this but then i was like i'll just get a replacement battery it's probably just that and then the battery worked for like a day Mm -hmm. and the next day the car was dead again i was like what Mm -hmm. okay maybe we got a defective battery let's get another one and then it worked for like another day or two mm-hmm. and i was like okay and then they were like we don't know we took the car in and they were like we we don't know what's wrong it's just i don't know and so i was like okay i'm over it yeah i'm done let's just go get a new car and i ain't messing around i don't want to deal with no like more used car problems so we just went big and bought a a new 2022 car and it was not even 2022 yet it was summer 2021 so i was like whoa look at us we're so fancy wow make First it time fancy ever. yeah make it fancy because i'm not gonna get another new car for a very long time right so i've definitely been liking having a new car um yeah car that you know will turn on yeah i was gonna say it's like become luxury to know that your car is gonna turn on when you go to use it yeah, you really We're take like, cool. You take things. Our car you know, like starts now. Start, yeah, start to appreciate the little things like that. <laughs> and shit like that happens. There was so many broken things. Somebody asked, like, "Oh, um, what's even broken on your car?" And I was like, "It'd probably be faster if I said what's not broken." Yeah, we had to replace <laughs> the tires. Like the, everything was broken on our last car. Like the sun. We should have replaced, upgraded a long time ago, but we we're like, eh, it's fine. The window didn't roll Whatever. down really. Yeah. The gas thing didn't shut. Yeah, the gas cap. And people were always honking at me and like pointing at it like, close your... I'm like, I... I'd have thank to open you. Up. I would just be like, thank you because I can't explain to them. Like, it doesn't work. The hinge broke and I tried to YouTube it, but there's a workaround, but also it's just like, yeah. just wait. Give them the thank you wave. Yeah, I had to thank go you. through the trunk to open up the gas the, the gas uh, door or whatever to you want to call it. To get it to like To shut. get it to open. Yeah, like those little strings or whatever. And then uh, I'd pull that. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then there was like a permanently, like the tires were like constantly going flat overnight. I don't know why. We got new tires. I don't know how many times. I don't know. Maybe there's a problem with the rims. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about cars. And I, that's the thing. I don't care. I don't know anything about cars <laughs> and I don't care. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with all the problems. Just, just run. I just need my car to like get me to the grocery store down the street. That's yeah. It. Like, but anyways we're fancy now we have a legit car that can get us places yay <laughs> yeah so yeah now we, now we gotta make a film but yeah so last year you know it was, it was hard a lot of you know challenges and obstacles and stuff just like any other person exactly um but yeah creatively you know that's what i wanted to talk about it's just you know trying to write and trying to you know be not be too hard on yourself but stay productive 
you know, that's a big thing for people, a big thing for me. And then, um, you know, I was really proud of myself to finish these scripts by the end of the year. Um, and now that I'm done, it's like been three months. I'm like, well, what do I do now? You know, I need to get them read. I need to put them out there. I need to make, make one of them. Um, so like a month ago or a few, few weeks ago, I started trying to reach out to people again and, you know, see where they're, where they're at, where their head's at. Met up with Dan and Luis and Yava. If you guys don't know those people, those are people that have been in our movies. Dan's our cinematographer. Um, been friends with him for a long time. Um, so, you know, just reaching out to people. Met with Nina and Kyle. Reach out to people and see how they were and um, see what they, they want to maybe come, come back and do some things with us. Yeah. So, how did you? Oh, talking to Drew, talking to Ginger. Talked to her on the phone a few times. Because, you know, we got to keep collaborating with them. They're our peoples. How did you choose, like, why did you choose Murder Size to be the one that you're going to come back with? Um, Well, like I said, it's, uh, it was written to be easy, easier than Wrestle Babes, obviously. I mean, I'm going to need like a wrestling ring and stuff. Demons. (laughs) Uh, Then OnlyFangs is like, not that much, um... It's not that much harder than, than Murder Size, but it will take a lot more. Um, and that one's going to be really fun. I mean, it's, it's a longer script. So the Murder Size, it, it was written with the intent to, I thought maybe I would write something that would be first before these two. How'd you even get that idea? Of that? Murder Size? Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to make um, an aerobics thriller horror movie. When we tried to, when we did uh, Dance Till You Die that little fake trailer that we did oh for a single mile. And I always thought that was really funny. And a lot of people liked it too. And I can't people believe, always said we should have done it. Yeah. I can't believe how many people would say they want that movie turned. Yeah. That trailer turned into a movie. Yeah, it was I mean, so cheesy. Yeah. But people liked it. It, it was, was like a, people dressed kind of eighties ish. And then mm-hmm. like they're in a dance studio. Yeah. They're, they're um, practicing for their competition. And then some, some and, uh, freak bites. Some bum <laughs> bites Josh on the arm and that's how he gets infected. He like turns into a zombie. And, uh, they cut his arm off with the samurai sword. And then the and zombie then, comes in and starts biting the other dancers. Yeah. <laughs> they and turn then, into zombies. And then they, there's a face off between um, a girl zombie with the samurai sword and then like the, uh, the dancer. It was really fun. I mean, was, we shot all that like in three to four hours. Oh my um, god! On one single day just to do the trailer, and so that was, that was fun. So silly! Oh my god! I can't believe anybody Fan was favorite. like, "We want that into a real movie." Yeah, I mean, the we had a review in you know I think it was Horror Hound magazine, and they actually asked for it in print as well, not oh just my in person. God. So that's crazy. But so then, I never had that my appetite satisfied. It since wasn't then. enough. No. So I always said I would come back to that one day. <laughs> yeah well this is that i think yeah kind of without no zombies right no zombies so i was like okay well i also am a very big fan of sleepaway camp 2 where you know who the killer is that the killer is the main character angela and the whole point is you see this person you know be mad at all the other campers and the counselors and she just goes around killing them because they're impure or you know they're fucking around not doing the things that she wants to do (laughs) So I thought that'd be kind of a, a funny, um, you know, character um, to to put in this in this movie. And of course, I love a killer workout, you know, um, which used to be called um, aerobicide and Lene Quigley's horror workout. So I have all these inspirations, and I was like, well, no one's really done, you know, a a, a real feature length 
horror workout movie in a long time or, you know, nothing I can really think of right now. Um, so I was like, well, why not? Why not just try it? And I wanted to write and see where it went. I didn't do a lot of pre-planning or outlining. It was uh, just write and then see where the script took me, which is a different approach to what I did to the other two, which was on purpose. Again, like I said, I was trying to switch it up. I was trying to see what I could do because I always hear about people writing scripts in two weeks or one week. It's like, well, I can't do that, but maybe I could do a month, you know? Well, I mean, you work full and I time. I did. Exactly. And you have other stuff going on too. So good for you. I, I couldn't do it. I, I don't know. I salute anyone who's a writer. It just seems like something that's so hard to me. A lot of people, when they do, we do interviews about like our process and, you know, a lot of this, the projects we've done, I'm credited as a writer, but I don't physically sit down to write the thing. I'm more like Paul and I will sit down and talk and I will speak out like a whole bunch of dialogue or I will speak out a bunch yeah, of scenes. Do rewriting. And then Paul's the one that takes it to the computer and he'll like write it down. But yeah, the actual sitting down and the writing of it, like I'm so glad that our process works because you're good at it and I'm not. Well, I don't know if I'm good <laughs> at it, but I'll, I'll make myself do it. Someone, you know, you got to do it. Well, it works. Yeah. And you know, you're good at rewriting, um, taking what's been done and then reviewing it and editing it or adding stuff or taking out stuff. So, yeah, that's so we got our, true. Yeah, we got our, our process there. That's our process. Yeah, and it works. I mean, we do it for every movie, so. That's true. That's why I put it, you as the writer. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know. Well, there's been a lot of um, scenes and even characters that I'm really proud of because there's been ideas where we kind of get stuck. Yeah. And um, I'll create a character or like a scene and then it's so funny. And then when people say it's their favorite, I'm like, oh, I wrote that. I mean, not with my fingers, but with my brain. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I mean, you got contributions to the to the script, to it's the movie. So funny. And that, that's, that's us. I mean, we're a filmmaking team. For those that don't know, um, that's what I'm trying to get know, across. Now you know. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get across to everybody. It's like we're a filmmaking team. It's it's not just me, even though I, maybe I'm, I'm more of the one online or social media, you know, things like that. But it takes both of us to make the movie. Um before we even get in front of Dan and his camera and, you know, shooting it or before we get in front of the actors or, or even before, you know, obviously before it gets put out um, just as a potential project because there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. A lot of planning. Well, I think my contributions are are a lot in pre-production. So maybe that's why, like... No, because... Uh, it's production too. Yeah, that's true. Because you're on set and you're the that's one true. administering the clothes and the. I'm always deferring to you and like we say, what do you think? And post production too, because I'm show you the edits and that's I say. True. So yeah, don't sell yourself short. Never mind. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. I mean, you we do a lot of pre-production, but that's just because that's, you know, what makes a movie. Um, for those that are you know new to filmmaking or want to improve or step up their game, it's uh the pre-production. Mostly. Yeah, definitely. And people may not know, like, what do you mean by pre-production? It's the, the, planning, the planning, the scheduling. The organizing. Um, thinking about what the characters are wearing. Being prepared. Uh, where they're going to be at. Um, where you're going to shoot your locations. And having a backup to the backup. 
Right. Like, okay, if this doesn't happen, like if this person doesn't show up, then what will I do? Or if this breaks, what will I do? Or if the location falls through, what will I do? Like trying to have as many backup plans as possible will help you out. Yes. And having um, everything prepared, Um, the clothes, food, uh, water, because people need to eat and drink. Thinking about where people can go to the bathroom, because that's going to happen eventually, especially if you're out on location. Where people can get ready, because I need a place to get ready, usually, because I hang on to all the wardrobe and stuff until we get to location, just in case. That's my security, because again, you have to be prepared. If you let someone take something home, they might not bring it back. They'll forget it. They'll forget. (laughs) So you got to be prepared. Just hang on to it. Right. Um, Well, let me go back to... um, the, the year, uh, this last year to, cause there were still things for, to, we had to do for slash art party that were not, you know, you know, it's still not, I mean, it just got recently released on Tubi TV, which is a really big deal. Um, Tubi has so many great movies and it's like the third biggest, uh, platform, uh, movie TV platform out there. So it's right behind, you know, Amazon prime and Netflix. So getting on there was a big, big deal for us. I mean, getting on Amazon prime was a big deal for us. Um, yeah, and, we got a lot of really good reaction to when the movie was put onto Amazon Prime. Like people yeah, were really excited. Most about people that. know Amazon Prime. That's a very, you know, everyone knows Amazon Prime. So when we got on there, people were like, oh wow. I, it felt kind of like like there were certain people were. It was funny because we. It's like, oh yeah, you guys have Blu-rays and DVDs and VHS. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and we're like, oh, it's on Amazon. They're like, you're on Amazon. Yeah. Like it was like we upped our level in their eyes yeah for certain people yeah and that made i just thought that was so funny because i was like it was way harder to do the physical media than it was to put it on a streaming platform but that's cool yeah i mean (laughs) i mean that's just how people are they recognize brands so if you're on amazon like oh wow like i know amazon i watch movies on amazon so yeah so So it's a big deal we earned a little deal for us too yeah it was was, we earned a little bit of more legitimacy i think for some people yeah by getting on these streaming platforms yes so that was really cool uh, to have that happen um so pretty much slash our party is you know done it's done it's out there it's done ready to move on to chapter something new. is closed um, i mean people are still watching it as of a few days ago you know people give me feedback so i very much appreciate that well, that's um, the beauty of having a finished project because, I mean, people will message us like, I just watched Streets of Vengeance. And we're like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah, people really are cool. watching something I did like five years ago. Yeah. So people are rediscovering uh, older movies while, you know, finding our new movie. And um, that's why I want to, you know, get on to making another one because um, I just want to keep keep going. I want to keep making it. I don't want to slow down. I don't want to, you know, lose my motivation or anything like that which does happen to a lot of people you know yeah unfortunately because it's hard you know you have to like self-motivate you do you know because no one's gonna make you do it well i mean that's usually when that's how people usually do things when they're made to do something when they're forced to do something or there's some sort of a structure that makes you do things um yeah i mean we just have a 48 hour film festival that just passed um which is really great for our our city our community because a lot of people enter and, you know, people, are, I mean, our boy Dan won twice, twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really cool, you know, for, for everyone else who's just starting out, 
Yeah. We've but never, it's like, you know. We've never participated in that. No, no. I, I, that, I, that's I not like for me. The time, I can't do well, that. Well, the timing of it, it was like we were never available that weekend. But also, we're not really into like the 48 hour challenge I can't I can't do it of making I'm, a movie yeah no I, I can't do it like I don't I'm, I don't have a brain for that because um, I mean 40 hour film festivals have been around for a long time so yeah there's always ones in Sacramento been, and stuff like that and just can't do it yeah I'm not sure why I've never been interested in entering those yeah I just but feel, I mean I'm glad I, it's around I think it's because uh I have this like rebellious attitude where it's like Usually those contests require something like they're like, it has to, you have to say this word. Oh yeah, they, they make you pick a genre. You have to have this prop and you have to say this sentence. Like yeah. they give you like some it's weird. It's like film school. Yeah. They give you some weird like criteria. Like it has to be this many minutes and mm-hmm. you have to use this phrase somewhere and they even assign you a genre. And yeah. Because Miss Mingus, because we were in film class and our teacher was Miss Mingus, mm-hmm. she started doing that same thing. She did? Before. Yeah. She started, p- she started picking out a genre or you had to pick one from a hat. Um, I don't think they went as far as like a line of dialogue or a prop, but they did make you pick a genre and then you got a genre and it's like, okay, no, I got to make <laughs> Which this. Which one did you get? No. Well, she started doing that later. Thankfully, I, we, I was given, we were given free reign in my class, but uh, so that's that, really hard for people. Was that done by the time I got there? Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. No, it was, that. it was later. It was after we were, we were done and I was on, on my way out like in 2004. So she was doing that after we left. Right. Oh, okay. I think she was mostly doing that to the 150 class when they were doing like um, class films and stuff like and that. And why is that? Just to challenge them? Or? Yeah, it's more of a challenge. Okay. And so like that's what it's like. To me, it feels like film school. Um, you have a five minute limit. I think you have only like a few weeks to shoot it and you have to check out, you know, the equipment and stuff like that. So Yeah, that's for school. Yeah, for school. And so and, and so for this 40-hour film festival, it's like, you know, okay, we pick you pick your genre out of a hat and you have a prop and you have a line. And so, yeah, and it then feels like... you have like, to do it, yeah, like and then, everything. And you got to put a team together and Within stuff. 48 hours. Yeah, of course. And you got to put a team together and you go out and make it. And then uh, you get to go watch it at the State Theater, which is, like I said, again, it's really cool that, it, that our city has that. Um, but my point was that it's hard to motivate yourself to do something when you don't have um, like a contest... Or, or a film class, because that was the beauty of film class, too. It's like maybe you can't motivate yourself, but, oh, I got to do it for a grade. I have to turn in my assignment, I got yeah. the curriculum, you know. So things like that, structures and systems like that are, are good to get people to network and to meet people. And so this is that's kind of what this uh, contest is. That's the service it's it's providing. That and does so I think that's cool. cool. That is cool. Like I just can't do it. The, the, the format set up so that you can meet other filmmakers and, yeah. like you know, team up with other people and make friends with other people that are, you know, share your same interests. That that's all cool. I mean, and that's what we did in film school, but I just, as far as the competition, I just, I'm not interested at all. It just feels like if I'm going to be forced to do something in 48 hours, like they're telling me what I have to say and my genre, it's like, why can't I just do that on my own weekend? I can just take my own weekend and make something I'm actually interested in instead of being told like you have to do this weird it's because comedy movie and you have to use a toilet brush and you have to say mm-hmm. you know whatever it's like th- this weird um rules that i'm like why would i want to waste my weekend making something weird that i don't care about when i could just spend my weekend doing something i think is actually cool i think it's because and this is what i learned when i was writing um you have to have a deadline and that's the reason why i think the 40 hour film festival is so intriguing is because it's a as a deadline 
Um, That's like signing me, up for homework, though. Yeah, but it, like I said, weird. it has a deadline. And for me, I gave myself deadlines for my writing. Like the Wrestle Babe script, like I said, I started it. It took two years to write it. And it wasn't like I was writing constantly, obviously, because I was making a movie and stuff. But I gave myself like, okay, I need to finish this damn thing by this month. And I gave myself a deadline to finish it. Same with OnlyFangs. I started that um, roughly, it took like about a year. And I gave myself to my birthday to finish it. And so I did. And then with Murder Size, I was like, okay, I'm giving myself a month from December 1st to December 31st. That's it. So having a deadline really, really works. And it's not like, you know, if you don't make it, you're going to kick yourself in the ass or you have to like <laughs> do something to hurt yourself or you owe money or something like that. It's just a rough deadline that you're giving yourself a goal. You know, wow. it's a goal that you aim for because deadlines do work and structures do work it's just like school you know or, or a contest you got a deadline you you don't make it then you're not in well see okay this don't take this the wrong way but you're kind of like a freak in that way because actually i should say you're a diamond in the rough in that way you're a gem because most people you give yourself a deadline and you're like this month i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna write this whole thing and then when the month comes you're like, well, who do I really have to answer to if I don't get it done? No one. It's like, nah, fuck it. I'm just going <laughs> to next month, you know, next month I'm going to do it. I'm going to 30 days by the end of the month. I'm going to, and then you're like, nah, next month. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this vicious cycle of like, well, if, yeah. and I think that's what you're trying to say as far as the, these 48 hour things, because you have to answer to someone yeah. in the contest or in a class or in these challenges that involve other people. But if it's just you and setting your own personal challenge, it's harder to hold yourself accountable because no one's looking. No one cares if you didn't finish your script by the end of the month. Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah it's hard. I didn't say it wasn't you, hard. You have to be someone that's it's definitely hard, like self-disciplined and basically like going to hold yourself. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you aren't born with discipline. I mean, discipline is a, an action. So you have to discipline yourself to be disciplined <laughs> but I if you guess. don't know how to it's like what came first the chicken or the like how do you if you're not disciplined how do you um, learn when discipline? you feel like you don't want to do something you say no you gotta do it just <laughs> do it just sit down and do like, it nah, I don't want it's, it's a fight I mean, and then yeah. you're just like i'll just do it next time it's just like anything else <laughs> like well what happens if you know you're trying to you know put something away and it just won't fit it's like you gotta work you gotta make it fit you or know? you just leave it and walk away well, not well. That's very destructive. I think <laughs> it's a very destructive life. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying. I think that's where most people are at. Where it's like, Maybe. I really want to do this thing. Actually, yeah, that is because when and you break it down in small pieces. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's where we're. That's the helpful tip because yes. people ask us all the time, like, how do you guys do this? It's so freaking hard when you work full time like we do, and you have like lives and stuff. You have like other obligations in life. You know, we're not just some entitled rich kids like nobody's funding anything that we do we're self starters so i think you know a lot of times we get asked about that like how do you guys just make yourself make these things happen and it's through discipline yeah and it's through consistency like little tiny like steps every day because i started to notice that man i got a lot of free time i'm just sitting here on my phone or i'm just sitting here watching tv episodes i've seen millions of times what am I doing? So I go grab a notepad and I have it with me and then I start writing some things. I don't force myself to do like a lot, but I just start doing it. 
because you have more time than you think. Or, I mean, I found out I had more time than I thought. Everybody has more time than yeah, they think. Yeah, everyone does, if you really just think about it. Even if it's just, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, because you make time for things you want. I make time to watch TV. I make time to play video games. I make time to go hang out with friends or whatever. So, I ain't do, I don't do any of that shit. So, <laughs> I was like, I got a lot of time. Um, so, we don't really have many vices. No. I mean, other than like, just like I said, like just watching TV or watching the movie or just being lazy and, you know, doing nothing. But it's like, well, I'm doing nothing. Like, well, I do something. Wow. What a, what a concept. Um, but when, so that's what I was finding in pockets of time where I wasn't doing anything. And then it, it, yeah. it became like a, a habit where I was like, oh, shit, I'm not doing anything. Oh, this is an opportunity to go write a couple of lines. So I run out to the computer and write a couple of lines. And then I felt pretty good. And I'd stop and go back and do whatever else I was doing. And it started making me just more conscious of like other things that needed to be done, like a, like yard work or whatever, or clean up a garage. It just felt good to be busy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, felt good to accomplish things. When you start accomplishing things, you know, that really gives you a lot of confidence to accomplish uh, things maybe you didn't know you could before. I mean, I got LASIK last year oh yeah oh yeah i was riding dirty for a long time so i got my <laughs> driver's license i'm not I'm legal now hey. um, so it, yeah i just you know had to take care of a lot yeah. of a lot of shit he was like we got a new car i want to be able to drive it and i was like no sir not without a, oh yeah i didn't not until, without legitimacy uh, i ain't trying test. to get my car and a new car taken away we got the car and it was a month later about a month and a half or something. And then I got my test. I was like, all right, now I'm driving this car. Riding dirty. That's hilarious. Or oh driving dirty, I guess. But um, Yeah, well, that's so funny because I think if anyone didn't know that, I think they would be shocked because they'd be like, responsible Paul was riding dirty for this long? What? Yeah, it, it's just <laughs> things you just put off. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it just happens to everybody. People, <laughs> you just put things off and put them off and put them off and put them off and... I'll get to that. I'll get to it. Just like this podcast. That's so funny. We said we we're going to do this podcast and I kept putting it off and putting it off. I know. And if it wasn't for the, the other podcast that fell through, which I think I just got his messages now, um, then we, I wouldn't be doing this now. So when we started this, I was like, I don't even know what to talk about. So I guess it's just about that, about, you know, what we've been doing this past year, catching up, yeah. finding motivation, finding time to do the things you like and pushing yourself. And that's what mainly this podcast is about, I guess. Yeah, just to catch you. It was just to catch you up on what we were up to last year, being grateful for the success of Slash Alert Party, how we're deciding to, you know, take on the next project, like what it's going to be and where we're at with that. Very, very, very early stages of that. How we stay productive every day just by doing something even just a little bit every day and i know you were just saying like even if you just wrote a few lines or you know a little paragraph a few sentences here and there you're like yeah i feel good with that yeah i think that's key like i think you really need to kind of highlight that yes give yourself a pat on the back every time because i think most people would overlook that and say that's nothing that didn't really do anything so what was the point of that Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the saying every drop eventually it fills a bucket it's the same thing with the with the script so if you're writing a few sentences you know a paragraph here or there it may not feel like much during the day but at the end of the month if you wrote something every day for 30 days you know adds up yeah just like money it's just like everything else very true 
It may and not feel like much. I can definitely much, attest it, to that. Yeah, it definitely is how we get stuff done because we're very consistent and trying to stay productive every day, even though last year we felt like crap through all the stuff that we were struggling through. Also, shout out to our friends who like reached out that knew we were going through stuff. I appreciate you guys more yeah, than you shout know. Shout out to the real ones. To the real ones. Thank you. And to the other ones, well, y'all can just calm down. Cause well, yeah. I'm talk about them. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about them. We ain't gonna talk about Murder Inc. But yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I'm I'm happy we went through the year. And we still made it out with multiple scripts. We were still productive, even though the year was like really challenging with a lot of personal stuff. We still made it through the year healthier and Mm -hmm. happier and still productive. Like you wrote three scripts. That's crazy. And I painted my house. That was crazy. Yes. Painted our house in in the wintertime. Yeah, I basically painted it like multiple times over because it was super dark color and I had a primer over it a couple times and then put the color. So I painted my house like four times. Yeah, that was it, was, it was crazy. It was a big job. And we were like, maybe we should hire someone else to do it. It's like, no, let's just do it like, ourselves. Meh. It's like, I got time. I need got to, time. I need to just get some energy, burn and, some energy and out. And that's, that's when the realization comes. Like I said, when you feel like, oh, when you, when you realize, oh, I have time. What have I been doing with my time? Don't worry about that. The point is, just <laughs> use that time now. You can't do anything about it before it, it's gone. Yeah, exactly. So, But you do have time. And you're like, okay, yeah, I do have time right after work. You know, I, I have time to do this. And I took it slow, too. Right before I go to sleep, I got time to do that. So. Yeah, it was the same thing with the house. I would sometimes it'd be like, uh, I'll just paint one wall. But still, yeah. by the end of the month, I was like, whoa, cool. Look how much I did. Mm-hmm. And even Crazy. if you took off time from the last time you painted a wall or last time you wrote a page... If we took off a week, because we did a Harry Potter weekend marathon. It's the first time I've ever seen any Harry yeah, Potter movies. we finally watched all the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> you did it with uh, your sister and your yes. niece. And so that was the first time I've ever seen them. Me too. So we decided just to watch them all in we a row. We did the marathon. And it took like four days. And I didn't do <laughs> any writing at all. And that was crazy for me, because I was in the midst of like, okay, yeah, I'm doing really good. And I was like, maybe I should just spend time with the family. And I didn't. And I didn't even give it a second thought. And I was going to feel bad about it and once it was over. But I was like, no, I'm not going to feel bad. I'm just going to jump right back in to writing and not even think about the time that I missed. And it didn't matter because I still made my goal. I still came out at the end with three scripts done. So and you, it was good. It was fine. You came no, out no need to trip. a Harry Potter fan. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah i had never seen i had seen like the first two like a million years ago when they first came out but after that i kind of fell off and i was like oh yeah i gotta watch the one that came out and then another one would come out i'm like oh crap now i gotta catch up on two of those Mm. then another one would come i'm like oh my god how many of these things are there (laughs) so i definitely underestimated how many movies there were and i was like oh we could do this in a weekend and then i was like okay this is like it's too hard those movies are so long and there's so much information that weekend ended up getting stretched to like four days. Yeah. So, yeah, it was quite, quite the ordeal. <laughs> it was exhausting. I was but like, we, I need, we need to take a walk. We had a lot of movies had, like, back to back. Panda, like, for a few days and Chipotle, pizza. <laughs> like, all right, we got to watch these movies. We started out all like, yeah, excited. And then the, the last day we're like, whew, okay, home stretch. We're going to watch <laughs> the last. But it was so fun. And um, that's what led to our Universal trip in January. Yeah, for your birthday. Went to uh, 
Universal and stuff so, that. Yeah. Hogwarts. And we dove into the Harry Potter land, uh, to the world of Harry Potter with yeah. the movies back in October, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, now we have to go to Wizarding World and check that out. Now that we know what's up with, you know, the movies and stuff. And so we made a plans. I hadn't, we hadn't taken any trips since COVID. So we were like, oh, should we do this? Like, what are the requirements these days? Like, do the show vax cards and all that stuff anyways we figured all that out and then we're like let's just go it's time to live let's go out into the world let's go to uh, hollywood and see hogwarts yeah it was really fun it was fun i did all the stuff i got the robe i got the wand i drank the butterbeer i got an owl i rode the rides i went to simpsons world i drank a squishy i got the giant donut the homer donut I danced with Bart Simpson mm-hmm. and Homer and Homer and did all the universal stuff. Did the Jurassic world ride. That was crazy. Oh my God. That was cool. And I want to go back now. Yeah, it was really fun. So yeah, I do want to go back to LA and go back to universal and stuff. And voodoo yeah, donuts. we drove around <laughs> Hollywood. Oh my gosh. Voodoo donuts. Oh my gosh. You won't stop talking. About I can't stop time. talking about it. Oh my gosh. Anybody had, know where Fruit Loop Donuts uh, I are love sold around the Fruit Loop Donut. Stanislaus County? Please let oh me know. Oh my God. I don't think you guys understand how much I love the Fruit Loop Donut. Oh my gosh. It was so good. Yeah, I know. I was dreaming about trying one, but in the back of my mind, I was like, it's probably going to be so gross. <laughs> but I just had to have it and they had it at, at Voodoo in the city walk by universal yeah. i was like they have a fruit loop donut cool it was oh my god it was everything well, we gotta go back just for that i imagined and more i want it i want more of those i legit am not kidding when i say i want to take a trip out there just to get some donuts yeah it's right. like a five hour Might drive well. oh wait how many hours are it from us five yeah five or six it's like five or six hours from here and i'm like we should just go for the donuts yeah we need to go there's probably like Before a donut place shooting. like 30 minutes from here that probably has the same thing. But Yeah, let us know if you know <laughs> any place that's closer. I could probably make my own. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, but we got to go back. We drove around Hollywood and saw some cool stuff. Uh, I haven't been there in a long time. It was kind of weird. But yeah. what was it? Trejo's, cool. Danny Trejo's um, ice Tacos cream. Tacos and donut Taco. shop and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I got to cool. go there and check out the sign and all that stuff yeah we've been talking for about an hour we have oh my yeah, gosh it's time good. we get out of here yeah i mean it's pretty good for our first podcast back if you made it to this um, far oh my gosh i guess we should keep going on with You're this i guess we'll invite some people to talk <laughs> yeah next time we'll have somebody else uh come on and like you know well not just that but you know i mean i'm just sure there's things we will want to talk about so uh, i guess we'll keep on doing this uh this was kind of impromptu so yeah yeah, so uh, I guess we'll I guess we're back. I guess we're back, back. Yeah, we're we're venturing back into the filmmaking world. Murder size. It's the next thing. I need to get on it. I need to get on Paul's page because he's like done, oh, left got- the station, and I gotta catch up to him. He's off and running with this one. So I need to jump in. Wait, wait for me. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's I'm coming. Moving. It's moving. <laughs> it's got leotards and leg warmers on so it's sweating yeah it's getting physical listening with sweat all right y'all well thank you for listening to this thank you for uh giving us the time off being patient and uh, we'll be back with some more starting a new movie so we'll be doing more podcasts and 
um, doing more content and more uh, videos and promo videos. And I'm very excited. So thank you guys for rocking with us and for supporting us. We really appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. Love you. All right, see you next time.